Bonjour mes amis, you're listening to the Sort Yourself Out podcast. In this week's podcast, we're discussing how to stop the crippling cycle of worry that keeps you awake at night. So stay tuned as I've got lots of ideas to help you get the worries under control so you can sleep like a baby. I'm your host, Janine Hunt, natural health therapist for over 30 years, hypnotherapist, lifelong student, and spiritual seeker. I like to seek out the most effective practices and techniques that provide the greatest bang for my buck and the fastest route to freedom from whatever is holding us back. I can't wait to share with you these powerful techniques so that you too can sort yourself out, know deeper meaning in your life, and best of all, a sense of inner peace. So let's get started. Well, hello there, and thank you so much for joining me today. Now, I'm sure you're familiar with this scenario. You're in bed, desperately wanting to sleep, but you're tossing and turning, and that's not all you're doing, because more importantly, you're festering. Yes, your mind is churning away like nobody's business, turning over all sorts of worries you can do nothing about at the moment. Now, I've heard a lot of this over the years. A large proportion of my clients, particularly middle-aged women, wanted help for insomnia, and it was insomnia related to worries keeping them awake at night, thoughts and worries churning endlessly like some waking nightmare and often tossing and turning for hours, adding the anxiety of not getting any sleep to the list of worries, knowing that they will feel exhausted before they've even begun the day, and that they'll be unable to bring the best of themselves to the world. Today, I am going to give you a two-pronged approach to tackle this issue. Approach number one is the before-bed prevention technique. This is how to deal with your worries outside of bedtime so that they are not an issue when you want to rest. Approach number two is the in-bed technique. This is how you stop the worry when you're in bed and it's starting to consume you. But before we get on to that, I want to share an excellent piece of news with you. The skills and techniques that you're about to learn here have an immense power to uplift all areas of your life, because we are talking here not just about managing your worries, but about enabling you to control your thoughts and your mind. And it is completely possible to learn how to master your mind rather than it controlling you. And even better news, my friends, when you learn to control your thoughts, you are stepping onto the path to inner peace. So this is not just about getting a good night's sleep. It's about improving the overall quality of your life. Because inner peace, hello! So I'm going to say this loud and clear. You are not at the mercy of your mind. You can choose to control your thoughts. Now, in my experience, the chronic worriers deny that they have any control whatsoever over their thoughts. That's just the way I am, they say. I can't help it. 
I'm a worrier. My mom's a worrier. My sister's a worrier. We're all worriers. Well, to this, I say BS. Rubbish. Poo-poo. If you really want to stop worrying and get some sleep, it's going to take a little effort and mind training, but it is definitely completely doable and so worth it. And if you don't want to, that's fine too. It's your choice. This week, I have created a free cheat sheet you can download and print out to keep by your bed so that you can have these methods at hand when you need them. And if you're listening to this from the inspirationcloud.com, you can download it from the link in the show notes, or you can get it at the inspirationcloud.com slash S-Y-O-8. And that's the digit eight, not the word. Okay, let's dig in. We'll start with the before bed prevention technique. Now, ideally, you don't want to take your problems into bed with you. So when you are feeling worried, stressed out, or overwhelmed, here's what you can do in the evening before getting into bed. Allow yourself 10 or 15 minutes max to think about your problem. Explore it. Try to make it productive thinking, not just repetitive fretting. Reflect on it from various angles. Think of the pros and cons or ways to resolve or alleviate it. What would the perfect solution look like? And also, ask yourself if what's worrying you is even true. It may be a limiting belief or conditioning a.k.a. someone else's limiting belief that you picked up as a child. Also, ask what message this problem, issue, or concern is giving you. What can you learn from it? What is it requiring of you so that you can grow and move on? Ask yourself if it is even your problem to worry about. Because sometimes, especially we women, we put a huge burden on ourselves to care for others. Now, I'm not denigrating caring for others, as that is something that all humans should aspire to do. But sometimes we worry about things we cannot change, as it is someone else who has the problem, and it is their responsibility to learn from their life experience. So, are you people-pleasing or feeling you need to fix everyone? This is a big one for me. Are you being manipulative, perhaps, or taking responsibility for something that is not, in fact, your responsibility? Keep in mind that you do others a disservice when you take away their opportunities for growth. So, after 10 or 15 minutes of reflection, stop. Seriously, set an alarm if you need to. And then what you want to do is to get out a journal and write down your insights from your period of reflection that will help you to resolve or alleviate or improve the issue. For example, 
an action item or two that will help you move forward. Or perhaps deciding that it's not even your problem and that you will no longer obsess about it. And then hold yourself to that. Maybe you need to have a conversation with someone. So note it down. And if you have any ideas about what you need to talk about, just jot it down then. You don't want to get into this big time, but you want to write down enough that is going to remind you later. Perhaps there's something that you need to release or let go. You could also commit to learning, tapping, also known as EFT or the emotional freedom technique. This is fantastic for helping you to free yourself of all sorts of problems. So you could use that to help yourself when the worrying takes you over. You could ask your higher self or your subconscious mind for ideas in the form of intuition, insights, and inspiration to come to you in the next few days. And then stay open to recognizing and considering these new ideas when they pop into your mind. And from then on, I want you to resolve to catch yourself in your negative thought patterns and to no longer fuel them. Remember, the idea with this prevention technique is to clear your mind before bed, not to indulge in a prolonged festering fest. Okay, now we move on to the in-bed technique. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This is a discipline. It takes time and effort to develop, but it is so worth it. So I hope you'll hang in there and keep working at it. You have nothing to lose but the exhausting descent into the living hell of festering. Okay, there are two principles at work here. One, divert your mind to focus on something else. And two, become aware that you have slipped back into worry mode and here's the important bit, choose to stop it. Just say no and then focus on something else. So principle number one, divert your mind to focus on something else. And in case it needs saying, I don't mean other worries and problems. I'm going to give you a list of a whole bunch of ways that you can divert your mind while you're lying in bed. Count backwards from 300. Just slowly, 300, 299, 298, etc. Very relaxing. Make a mental list of all the things you are grateful for in your life. If you're not feeling much gratitude, get started with simple things like running water, electricity, your warm, comfy bed, your full fridge, your cat etc. Just keep thinking of all sorts of wonderful things that you're thankful for in your life. You could also sing a song in your head, preferably a nice calming one. Breathe deeply and repeat mentally or quietly to yourself, I am calm, I am peaceful, I am relaxed. Or you could recite a mantra or mentally repeat an affirmation that is uplifting and relevant to your goals and aspirations. Make up your own, but here are a few ideas to get you started. 
I like this one especially. I am slim, fit, and healthy and becoming more and more slim, fit, and healthy. I love and accept myself exactly as I am. Every day, in every way, I am getting better and better. I am the master of my mind and the creator of my destiny. I am always receiving insights and inspiration that help me on my way. I am a lovable and loving person. I live in an abundant universe. I always have everything I need. Okay, next. Build a relaxing environment in your imagination that you can retreat to as your place of peace. For example... Visualize with as much detail as possible a place you love that is full of happy memories. A beautiful garden with a little cabin that is all yours, full of your favorite things and comforts. Your perfect beach, lake, or mountain scenario. Or whatever you like, as long as it's pleasant and enjoyable. Or you could just visualize an, op- an object or an action, someone or a pet you love, a beautiful flower unfolding in all its glory. And think of this as a symbol for your life. Even trying to see a simple lemon in your mind's eye gives you something to focus on and is a relaxing way to ease you back into sleep. Or you could create your own flying dream. Imagine that you are flying over beautiful scenery, soaring, diving, performing loop-the-loops, and reveling in your power. You could ask to receive insights about your problem as you sleep and expect to have fresh ideas come to you in the coming days. Do try this. It works. Now, As affirmations are a great way to divert your mind and focus on something that is uplifting for you, you get a double whammy of goodness. So here are some tips on how to use affirmations. Always make your affirmations positive. Don't use negatives like I am not stressed at work. The subconscious mind does not recognize the negative and will hear I am stressed at work. Next, create your affirmations in the present tense, as if your goal or desire is already a reality. I am so happy and grateful now that I am a New York Times bestselling author. You see what I mean? Keep your affirmations short and concise, preferably under 12 words so it's easy to remember. Recite your affirmations over and over so they deeply impregnate your subconscious mind. The more you do them, the more your subconscious mind will accept them and work to make them a reality. Now, the more you use these techniques, the more you will become aware of the negative affirmations that are already playing in your subconscious mind and doing you no good whatsoever. Acknowledge them and decide you will no longer indulge in such a profitless and invalidating habit. And I'm coming back to those later. Now, on to principle number two. Just say no. Here we go. This is the discipline part. Sooner or later, 
you will realize that you have slipped back into worrying. So when you catch yourself like this, I want you to just have a little chuckle and pat yourself on the back because this conscious awareness is a huge step in being able to control your mind and then refocus on something else. And if you've ever tried meditation, you will recognize this process of repeatedly bringing your attention back to what you want to focus on. So when you realize you're immersed in fear again, just say no. When you catch yourself festering, just say no. And when you become aware that you're obsessing over something, guess what? Just say no. Just say no and then stop it and don't do it anymore. And then divert your mind. You might want to visualize a big red stop sign or imagine the palm of a hand pushing forward and the word enough ringing loud and clear. Eventually, you will be able to observe your mind with ease and consciously choose what you think about rather than being on autopilot. You become aware that you are not your thoughts. You are the presence observing your thoughts. And this is a moment of magic. Because this, my friends, is the way to inner peace. Now, I'm inviting you to check out my earlier podcasts where I discuss the three phases of transformation as these will help you no end to take charge of your thoughts. And I provide lots and lots of techniques and tips. So go and check out episodes three, four, and five. And to help you out further, remember that I have created a free cheat sheet you can download and print out to keep by your bed. So you can have these methods at hand when you need them. And if you're listening to this from the inspirationcloud.com, you can download it from the link in the show notes, or else you can go to the inspirationcloud.com slash S-Y-O-8, and you'll see the links there. Okay, folks, I just want to touch on, or more like hammer home, as it's a really important one, one more thing before we wrap up this week's episode. And that is why you really do not want to spend time worrying. Bhagavan Das said, Worrying is praying for something you don't want. So you know that little universal principle that you get what you focus on? That you manifest in your life the things you predominantly think about? Well, This is why obsessive worrying is not only unproductive, but serves to attract to you exactly the things that you don't want, the things that you are worrying about. And when you add the emotional charge that usually accompanies worrying, you pump up the power of attraction. So please, 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 Make the effort to stop worrying, because it's not just about sleep. The ability to control your mind is a top-down approach extraordinaire, meaning 
that when you use the higher parts of yourself to manage the lower parts, this creates an exponential shift whose effects ripple out to uplift all areas of your life through the higher awareness it generates. And this, folks, is truly the path to inner peace. Now, for even more help to get your mind under control, you don't want to miss next week's episode where the topic is You Are Omnipotent and it's all about the mind. And don't forget to download your cheat sheet and keep it by your bed. Okay, that's all for now, folks. Thanks so much for joining me today and I will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. I really hope you found this podcast helpful and full of uplifting ideas that you can put into practice in your life. And if you have, chances are your friends and family will too. So please share it with them on social media. You'll be helping them to sort themselves out because I bet you think they need it, right? But seriously, you'll also be doing me a huge favor in return and I will be eternally grateful. I would also love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes, preferably a nice one, please. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast too. If you have any questions or would like me to address a certain topic, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at info at theinspirationcloud.com. Have a good one. Thanks again. And I'll see you next week.